From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. And welcome to another show. Well, good news. There's new hope for patients fighting rare, aggressive form of cancer that impacts people in the prime of their life. FDA grants epithelioid accelerated approval for treatment of advanced epithelioid sarcoma. Now, we're going to learn about this important advancement in treatment and the risk factors and the symptoms to look out for. I have special guests with me today, uh, Victor Villalobos, MD and a PhD, an oncologist and sarcoma specialist with the University of Colorado School of Medicine, and Sandra Griego, epithelioid sarcoma patient, and I'd like to welcome you both. Hi, guys. Well, cancer, it's a disease that almost all of us will face at some point in our lives, either personally or with a loved one. But it's not uh, usually something that we're faced with when we're in the prime of our lives. Victor, what is uh, epithelioid sarcoma, ES? So epithelial sarcoma is a class of cancer, part of a, a class of cancer called sarcomas. And so sarcomas as a whole um, arise from connective tissue, which could be muscle, bone, smooth muscle, nerves, et cetera. Uh, they make up about 1% of all cancers, so it's quite rare. Uh, to complicate things further, they actually arise uh, in pretty much any part of the body and can affect any age. So these are tumors that can affect children all the way up until uh, adults and their older adults. Mm. And so uh, because of their rarity, it's incredibly important if someone is diagnosed with a sarcoma, uh, I would highly recommend that they actually see a sarcoma specialist at a high-volume sarcoma center. And uh, finding uh, a center like that can be easily uh, done by looking on the, on the website, uh, particularly the Sarcoma Coalition, to get more information about where they can seek care. All right, we'll cover that definitely a little later in the interview. Uh, 20 to 40s, young adults. Until now, um, there have been no treatments specifically for this rare type of cancer. Is that right, doctor? That's correct. And so uh, while there have been more general therapies such as surgery, uh, radiation, and other chemotherapies, uh, whether they be chemotherapies or targeted therapies, more recently uh, there's been a drug that's been uh, conditionally approved by the FDA called Tazveric. Tazveric works uh, differently than other uh, systemic therapies and has been approved for use in patients ages 16 and above uh, for locally advanced and metastatic epithelial sarcoma. Hmm. Tazveric. I think uh, also I've got a site here for this if people would like to look it up, www.tazveric.com. It's spelled T-A-Z-V-E-R-I-K, tazveric.com. Now, although the recent FDA approval, it's great news, doctor, but what are the risk factors? I mean, symptoms and treatment options for the young patients with ES. So that's the, the frustrating part about this disease, that there's not really any necessarily risk factor for developing it. It can affect anyone in any stage of life. Uh, it, while it does more frequently affect uh, younger patients, it can affect older patients as well, and they can arise in different spots. And so usually patients will present with a new lump or a bump or a mass that is growing and may or may not cause pain. And so in that situation, it's incredibly important for the patient to actually seek care uh, locally. And if they are diagnosed with a sarcoma, 
seek care at a specialized sarcoma center. I'm speaking with Dr. Villalobos. You have a patient with you uh, by the name of Sandra Griego, who will share her personal story of living with ES for us. Uh, Sandra, welcome. Thank you. When, when did you first suspect that something was wrong prior to your cancer diagnosis? Well, I remember it clearly. It was May of 2015. I was at the gym working out, and my left arm just started to tingle the pins and needle sensation and um after about 15 minutes or so it did not go away so i went home as the days progressed the feeling got more intense and i was starting to lose function of my arm so i went to my primary physician and she sent me to physical therapy that did not work i saw many doctors had many tests done until i had a biopsy and um Dr. Villalobos had to let me know that I had epithelioid sarcoma at that time. Mm. Um, it was also a very scary time for me. I bet you it would be. Um, if, if you don't mind sharing with us, can you tell us about your personal struggle with ES? I am managing my daily tasks. I work all the time, but my main goal today is to bring hope that there is more research and to raise awareness for epithelioid sarcoma. So, uh, well, for somebody that's, you know, what you've been through, what advice do you have for other people uh, faced, you know, with a rare cancer diagnosis like this? If you suspect anything at all, please go see your doctor right away. Do not wait. So what do you think it means overall other than, you know, great news, but to have a new treatment option available for ES patients, there's been nothing. I guess it's like a miracle, huh? I think it's always very exciting to have a new drug option for patients. Uh, You know, I think there are confirmatory studies going on right now for this particular drug, uh, but we're excited about new clinical therapies that are being developed every day Mm -hmm. and are available at at, uh, these major centers for developing these these, uh, treatments for sarcoma in general. Doctor, who's at risk for developing ES? It could be anyone. Um, there's really no, uh, there's nothing that someone is doing that increases their risk. And so it's not necessarily associated with smoking or any other exposure. So really, uh, that, that's the frustrating part of this is there's not always uh, something you can do to prevent it. Mm. I think we touched on it earlier, maybe a lump or something, but how is it diagnosed? Usually patients present with a growing uh, lump or a mass. Uh, it can arise, again, from extremities, uh, from your trunk. Uh, usually if something is changing or growing, uh, and if, particularly if it's causing pain, those are the big uh, warning signs that someone should seek care. If they develop a mass that is concerning for a sarcoma, I cannot stress enough how important it is to be seeing someone, particularly a surgeon that is experienced in sarcomas, to prevent uh, uh, a very common occurrence of something called an oops surgery, where they suspect this is a benign finding, but then they find that this is actually a cancer. Uh, you know, getting to a point where you can actually see someone that's very experienced can increase the rates of cure. And uh, and also uh, seeing, being seen in a center that has a lot of volume and expertise uh, increases the chance that you may be eligible for certain clinical studies uh, to kind of advance our understanding and the treatment options for these patients with these very rare diseases. Mm. Well, Dr. Villalobos, you're a medical oncologist and you specialize in the treatment and management of soft tissue and bone sarcomas. 
um, clinical research. You focus on the development and participation in clinical trials for the treatment. So, you know, you must be pretty excited when something comes along. You know, you get a win, you know. I mean, look at the good you're doing. Uh, You're the director. Yeah, exciting for you. You were the director, are you not, of the Sarcoma Medical Oncology and Assistant Professor of Medicine Medical Oncology at the University of Colorado School of Medicine. Is that right? That's correct. Hmm. Anytime uh, there's a new drug that's uh, become available for patients, uh, it's always exciting, and and you know I think we, we it furthers uh, our our um, enthusiasm for more research into these rare diseases. Now, your patient that was with you, we've been chatting with Sandra Griego. Now, she first noticed something was wrong when she lost the use of her left arm. Now, this impacted her job as a daycare provider for young children, and she was diagnosed at stage three. This is this rare cancer. Heck of a name, epithelioid, right? Correct. And uh, she lives in the greater Denver area. So what would have happened if Sandra just went along with this and didn't do anything over a period of given time? With any cancer, it's really important to get treatment early. Uh, What's the reality of the situation, Sandra's story is not uncommon. Uh, These tumors, because of their rarity and because of the fact that, frankly, um, 99% of any lumps and bumps uh, on the body are frequently benign. And so they're often uh, not necessarily thought of as cancers until they have gotten uh, to a larger size or continue to grow. Uh, i got to be honest, in my clinic, I've seen tumors uh, and patients coming with tumors that are 55, 60 centimeters large. Um, and that's partly because of the nature of how sarcomas behave. As opposed to other cancers like carcinomas, Sarcomas tend to kind of push things out of the way and not necessarily cause a whole lot of symptoms. And so patients can actually present quite late in the disease process. Mm. Uh, so that's why uh, any concern of a new mass or a new lump or bump should be really evaluated by uh, a patient's physician as early as possible. As early as possible. So it's not being paranoid. It's being safe, being sensible, really, isn't it? Being proactive. Proactive, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. So now anybody can go visit for more information on sarcoma, doctor, uh, this sarcomacoalition.org. Tell us a little about that. So that is a is a, a website that has a lot of information about different types of sarcoma in general. Again, this is uh, these are rare cancers, about 1%, but there's over 50 to 60 different types of sarcoma, which, uh, which require different types of therapy and approaches to therapy. And so that's why it's so important to get in with a group that actually sees these tumors and has options, including clinical trials, uh, to treat these. Mm. Um, importantly, these groups also have uh, a coalition of physicians, a team of physicians that actually can provide a multidisciplinary approach uh, to optimize the treatments and cures of these patients. And there's actually data and studies showing that patients treated at sarcoma centers tend to have better outcomes. They tend to live longer and do better. Right. So uh, with with a rare uh, disease, you want to see an expert. Yep, that's good. And and the FDA, they're, they're working overtime at the moment. There's no doubt about it, but it was great Absolutely. that they, they accelerated approval for the treatment uh, of this disease. And this new drug, the Tazveric, uh, including full prescribing information, pre-prescribing information is uh, com. T-A-Z-V-E-R-I-K.
Com. Well, thank you, Doctor, and thank you, Sandra, for sharing uh, great information and really good news. So thanks for sharing time with us today on the Business Radio Network, and I wish thank you, you well. Thank you for having us. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Goodbye now. <laughs>